Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and folks, it is an honor to be here with you tonight. It is December 26, 2009. This is the last Saturday in 2009. It's 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you know what time it is. It's, yes, it is. It's time for Creating a Championship Standard of Living. And uh, people, again, it's an absolute honor to be here with you today. It's the last Saturday of 2009. It is the day after Christmas in 2009. I am thoroughly honored that you guys are still coming out to listen to the show, even on today. And again, like I said, we don't take you for granted around here. You are honored. You are welcome. You are appreciated here. You are loved and you are prayed for. Uh, We just admire you. We love you. And I don't take you for granted. You are important to what we're doing here. There is no creating a championship standard of living show without you, the audience. So we applaud you and we thank you. And I want you to know that I definitely love you, appreciate you, praying for you. I reiterate it because I want you to, to really understand it, that we definitely do we definitely do care for you and definitely do love you around here. So without further ado, I want to turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. And I'm thankful again, people, to be here with you because, I mean, these are just momentous moments. You have been here with me since the first weekend in February, the first Saturday in February. We've been here together. And and let me just tell you, each week I get more and more excited to come back. And I look forward to just lighting you on fire for 2010. Although, you know, we're still in the fourth quarter of 2009, you know, there's still things that's on the table for you. Don't give up on those things. But also understand that when we walk into 2010 together, it's going to be a dynamite experience. I'm looking forward to just lighting you on fire even more for 2010. So with that said and with that um, placed into the air and atmosphere, I want everybody who hears can hear my voice right now, I want you to send me an email at mileswmiller at gmail.com or at miles at mileswmiller.com. And just let me know what you think about the show. Let me know what you think about what we've done together over the course of this past year. Give me your testimonies. Give me your, your gripes. Give me your anything. If you Any comments you have, you can leave it on the Blog Talk site at blogtalkradio.com slash mileswmiller. You can leave it on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash mileswmiller. That, that's miles with a Y. You can leave it on my MySpace page, myspace at myspace.com slash mileswmiller. You can leave it on my on Twitter, twitter.com slash, you guessed it, Miles W. Miller. So I look forward to hearing more and more comments from you guys. I really want to get better at what it is I'm doing for you because without you, this is impossible. So people, before we go any further, again, I, I want to acknowledge uh, a few few things. I acknowledge the fact that I am, there's no way I can do this without being influenced by God. And each time we come together here, it is definitely, definitely just an absolutely phenomenal place and a phenomenal time for me. Because each week these shows are, are made to deliver. They, they're made on demand. Like when, when, when you guys come here, you're getting a, a fresh show. It's not a show I may have built over the whole course of the week. I may have just got it today. So you're getting a fresh show. So I, I thank God 
that he uses me in that way for you. And I want to acknowledge, I want to openly acknowledge and thank God for what it is that we're doing here because this is some dynamic stuff that we're doing together here. And I want you to understand that, you know, everything we're doing here is for you. So I, I definitely want you to get the most out of what it is we're doing here. So on that note, we're going to go into our first segment of the show. And, you know, each week we talk about visualizing your ideal life, visualizing your ideal life, visualizing your ideal life. And it's important for each and every one of you to understand that it's possible to live the life of your dreams. It's very possible to live the life of your dreams. So I, my goal is to get you in the mindset to know what it is you really want so that therefore you can have a, a positive expectation of what it is that you really want. Your ideal life is possible. Not only is it possible, it's necessary to, to quote Les Brown. The great Les Brown says it you know, so eloquently and so often that it's poss- your dreams, they are possible and they are necessary. We need you realizing your dreams. So that's why t- tonight's topic actually is the three stages of dream realization. And I'm going to give you the three stages of dream realization tonight. And I, I know that when you apply it to your own life and apply it to the things that you have going on in your life, it's going to make the manifestation of your dreams that much simpler. But going into visualizing your ideal life. Now, what I want each and every one of you to do right now, I don't care what you're doing right now, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. Just stop. Just If you're driving, pull over to the side. Don't stop in the middle of the road. Pull over to the side and stop. If you're you know, cooking something right now, you know, turn it down low. Don't, you know, don't set a house fire because I told you to stop. But you get the drift. Just, I want everybody to just stop. Okay? Now I want everybody to get calm, get relaxed. Forget about anything anybody said to you that, that, that has made you angry. Forget about anything that has gotten you riled up. I want you just to relax. Just relax. Just listen to my voice. Now what I want you to do is I want you to envision yourself in an IMAX movie theater. You know a, a movie theater where the screen is larger than life, which means the picture that projects onto that screen is larger than life. And what I want you to do is on that screen, when the projector goes on, as the projector is coming on right now, that you are envisioning your ideal life. Not the things that could go wrong, but everything that's going right. I want you to see yourself happy. I want you to see yourself enjoying life. I want you to see yourself blessed. I want you to see yourself excited. I want you to see yourself having fun. I want you to see yourself, you know, embracing your family and, and doing just great things. I want you to take a note of all the colors, and I want you to take a note of the, the flowers and the, 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 the color of the ocean as you, you know, if you're there by the beach. I want you to continuously, continuously, Continuously see yourself in these beautiful environments. It could be a trip to Madrid, Spain. You could be on an airplane, on your own personal airplane, going to a conference that that you're the headliner for. Whatever whatever your ideal life is, I want you to put that on that screen. Like as for me, you know, 
you know, the last few weeks I've been telling you that I have had gotten this newfound affinity for the Rolls Royce Ghost. And let me tell you, that, that car is on my screensaver and everything. That, that car is beautiful. I actually see myself driving that car. I sometimes see myself being driven in that car because it's, it's such a luxurious car. It's a beautiful vehicle, and I believe I can have it. So I see myself driving it. I see myself in possession of it. And that's what I want you to do. That's, that's what the, the goal is, drill is. See yourself in possession of your ideal life because you deserve it. Yes, we shut off the nightmare tonight. We, we, we're visualizing your ideal life. Now continue to look at that dream. Continue to look at your vision. Now I want you to fully embrace. I want you to fully embrace the emotions, the feelings, and everything that goes along with those pictures and that image that you see on that screen. Embrace the joy. Embrace the, the good times. Embrace everything. Fully embrace those feelings. Fully embrace those emotions of having, you know, just one award at work. I want you to fully embrace everything. Now that you had a vision and now that you had a feeling, we're going to affirm it. And I want you to repeat after me. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. People, there you have it. Without a shadow of a doubt, you had a vision, you got the feelings, and now you got the affirmation. I want you to hold on to those feelings. I want you to hold on to that vision and hold on to the affirmation as we continue through the show. And moving forward in the show, I want to play an inspirational song for you, and I'll be right back. You keep on doing great things for me. You keep on doing great things for me. Okay. Lord, every time I turn my back on you, you stay right there and you keep calling me to you. There's no other one who can love the way that you do. That's why I am 
shoes on the feet to the air I breathe. All I gotta do is ask and it's there I be. I just stay in line and I follow his will. And his will that I prosper, so I just chill. See, got my back friend in my side. What's the two door coup of my future wife? Woke me up this morning, so for him I sing, cause. From the eight town hood to the Midwest blocks. May not be that one I want him, but right on his clock. Never left me alone when nobody cared. All I did was look up and he was right there. God got me, he's feeling I'm Kobe. I'm trying to get it out, so run tell the homie. Reason mama smiles, we out the hood. Cause God is so, so good.
And I'm here to tell you that 2010 is your year. Yeah, we've got a few more days left in this year and in this month. But you, you listen to me. 2010 is going to be your year, and we're going to tell you, we're going to bring people on this show to help you make sure that you can be in position to c- continuously receive that which is yours. This is, this is the year of, the, of dream realization. 2010 is the year of dream realization, and I'm going to teach you, and I'm going to show you how to get it. So I want you to continuously keep your heart open to realizing your dreams. The nightmares are over, people. The nightmares are over, people. Listen to me again. The nightmares are over. The nightmare has ended. It's time for you to live your dreams. It's time for you to realize your dreams. Um, I have a divine intervention here for you, and I think I need to give you another one because I'm going to give you this one because it ties into what we're going to teach tonight. But there's also, as I was speaking, I, I kept hearing something else that I want to also share with you in regards to 2010. So I'll, I'll bring that to you later in the show. But as for right now, I want to give you this week's divine intervention. This week's divine intervention comes from Genesis 8 and 22, and I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Version of the Bible, and it states, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Let me repeat that. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, Summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. And I want to go to that first part there where it says, seed, time, and harvest. I want you to hold on to that particular piece of that verse, seed, time, and harvest. 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 I want you to hold on to that because that's going to be really important for, for the lesson we have. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. That means as long as this earth is here and in existence, these are things that, we can, that are guaranteed to us, that seed time and harvest will always exist, that cold and heat will always exist, that summer and winter will always exist, that day and night will always exist as long as the earth exists. So for us dreamers and us visionaries, that lets us know that it's never too late for our dreams. There's, there's a process that you're going to have to go through to realize it, but there is never too late. It's never the, the conditions may not seem like they're right, but if you can sow a seed, over time you can expect a harvest. If you can plant a seed over time, you can expect a harvest. That's as long as the earth exists. That means that if you get the idea, you can put the idea in motion, and you can expect a harvest. It's going to require some time but you can expect a harvest. You see, the bamboo tree, when it's planted in the ground, year one, while the bamboo tree is in the ground, there is no outward appearance that the bamboo tree is actually there. Year two, when the bamboo, while the bamboo seed is in the ground, there's no proof that it actually is there. There's no upward proof. Year three, there's no proof that the bamboo tree is Actually, that seed is still there. Year four, there's no proof that that seed is still there. But, oh boy, on year five, on year five, that seed that was planted five years ago shoots up out the ground. And in in year five, it shoots up to 90 feet 
Because guess what? The instructions that are in that seed require five years before you see the outward manifestation of it. Some of the things that you, those dreams and visions that you have, they're so dynamic that they require time for you to see the manifestation of them. So what my goal, goal is today with today's show is to get you to understand that the seed that you're sowing, the instructions that are in that seed are so dynamic and so precise that you have to allow them the time to fully manifest. But for many of your, the dreams that you've already sown, 2010 is, is harvest year. So with that in mind, with that in mind, I want you to hold on to that. Seed, time, and harvest. I want you to hold, hold it in your spirit because we're going to come back to that, and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to drive it home for each and every one of you. I'm going to drive this point home because you need to understand that your dreams are important. You need to understand that they're going to require time. But if you don't faint, you will reap a harvest. So that's this week's Divine Intervention. I'm going to give you two, you count them, two presidential wisdoms because guess what? I didn't give you one last week. Nobody caught it either but me. I went back to listen to the podcast like, wow, you know what? I forgot to give you a divine intervention. So, excuse me, a, a, a presidential wisdom last week. So what I'm going to do is because I'm such a nice guy and I understand how to make things right, I'm going to give you two presidential wisdoms for the price of one for this week. So the first presidential wisdom I'm going to read to you. You know, each week I give you a, a presidential wisdom or a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And our first presidential wisdom for this week is America and Islam are not exclusive and need not be in competition. Instead, they overlap and share common principles of justice and progress, tolerance, and the dignity of all human beings. I'll repeat that. America and Islam are not exclusive and need not be in competition. Instead, they overlap and share common principles of justice and progress, of tolerance and the dignity of all human beings. And I want to elaborate on that. In other words, we're in a place where we have the right to, to believe what we want to believe. We have a right to serve God as we, as we see fit. And we're about, this country represents freedom, freedom to be whoever it is you are. And to worship God as you see fit to worship God. And to, 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 to learn what it is you feel like you need to learn and to, to say what it is you feel like you should say. And in, in understanding that each and every human being you ever meet in life has inalienable rights, to, to quote Dr. Martin Luther King. Every human being you ever meet in life has inalienable, inalienable rights to be who they are, to be who God called them to be. And this presidential wisdom is saying that as a human being in America, regardless of your religious beliefs, you're free and you're accepted to be whoever it is you've been called to be. That includes you, the dreamer, and that includes you, the visionary. Sometimes you may feel, you know, a little, what's that word I'm looking for, outcasted. Sometimes people will shun you because... See, the dreamer and the visionary see, see the horizon before everybody else does. But in understanding that, in, in going through that, this is America. 
and I can't, I can't speak for any other country, but I can speak for America. You are free to be a dreamer here. You are free to be a visionary here. Enjoy your freedom and operate in it. I don't care what your skin color looks like. I don't care what your gender is. I don't care what anybody has said about you. In America, there is a certain degree of freedom that you experience that is not experienced in many other countries. So enjoy this moment. Enjoy where you are in the world. Enjoy where you were born so that you can go forward and be who you've been called to be. And our second, our second, our second, our bonus presidential wisdom is this. Americans still believe in an America where anything is possible. That sums it up, people. In America, the way God has, has put us here, it, it, even if we didn't have the American government, we have God. And God says that all things are possible to him that believe. But this country was de- 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 designed and created to promote godly principles. And pulling on the, the true foundation of this country, there's, we're at a place where anything is possible. So it's time for the dreamer and the visionary to step up and take full use of the resources that we have available to us. Because remember, you know my motto, you know my mantra, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. There's a reason for that. We're in a place where we don't have to quit or give up on our dreams, but we can be all that we've been called to be. We can receive all our divine good free and unfettered. We can be everything we've been called to be. But don't stop believing because all things are possible to him that believes. So on that note, I'm going to give you a uh, I'm going to take you to a motivational moment and I'm going to play a, a commercial for you and then we'll be right back. foremost, I want to set the table. Um, my belief of, of success, success is truly about uh, pursuing what our divine creator has intended for us to be and intended for us to do and intended for us to, to you know, be a part of. I think a lot of times you see people who are, who are floundering in life, it's because they don't understand what they've been intended to do or their purpose. I'm always, you know, this last, the last couple months, I've been really big about purpose and how to help people realize their purpose because I understand firsthand that when you don't understand your purpose, as Dr. Miles Monroe you know, said so eloquently, where purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. I want to get people from, I want to help you get from that place of abuse to a place of, of thriving, a place of living, uh, you know, an ultimately good life, a life, you know, that people, other people around you would want to emulate. I feel like that that's also another factor, another um, component of success. Success is, is living a life that's worthy of emulating. Um, there's nobody if you go to a prison cell right now I can almost guarantee you unless there's something dynamic about somebody in there that none of those people in there are living a life that I want to emulate 
and even still, even if they are that dynamic, I still don't want to emulate their life because I don't want to be there. I don't want to know where they ended up. So, success is having people, having a life that you can be proud of, a life that, that your children want to emulate, and, and, and your friends see your life and they want to emulate as well. Um, also, what people don't, another thing people don't recognize is that success will require work, but so does failure. I'll say it again. Success requires work, but so does failure. You actually have to work at being a failure. You actually have to, it, because the universe, the way God has designed the universe for us, we're designed to win. We're designed to thrive. We're designed to be the head, not the tail, the first, not the last. So, in order to not succeed in life, you actually have to go against everything that's been stacked in your favor to not succeed. Uh, the Power Conference Fear is a book that I wrote uh, with you in mind and with myself in mind because being a dreamer, being a visionary, sometimes we can go through life and we can see good things and we get visions. We, we don't, we're not common people. We're not, you know, we don't see things the way normal people see things. So we, we get visions that are that are far out and, we, and, and it's sometimes it's scary to, to think about that stuff. But in the Power Conference Fear, I give a five-step plan for how to overcome fear, how to conquer fear, how to move beyond that fear. There's an old saying that the difference between a, a, a coward and a hero is that the hero was brave for five minutes longer. And that's my plan. It gets, make sure that you stay brave. Just it, just those five minutes can change the whole course of your life. And my goal is to give you five steps to keep you in that range long enough to, to be the great person you've been called to be, to, to mine up your destiny. Because today... Uh, people that the, the world changes you know it and it's going to take innovative people to really you know mine out the greatness that still remains in this in this universe there, there's a lot of untapped resources people and and you're going to get visions and, and promises you know from God and, and, and through prayer through fasting through you know dreams and those things are going to change the very course of how we, how life as we know it exists and you can't be afraid. You got to go forward. So I offer to you today my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. You can buy it at www.lulu.com/mwmiller18. That's www.lulu.com/mwmiller18. And get this book today. Get get a copy for a friend. And trust me, you won't regret it. It'll be a book that changes your life. Hey, what's going on? This is Mr. Make It Happen, J.L. Godfrey. And you are tuned in to one of the hottest shows on Blog Talk Radio. Creating a Championship Standard of Living with my brother and colleague, Mr. Miles W. Miller. You are about to be injected with inspiration, so keep it locked right here. And like I always say, it can be done, and the it is your dream. You just have to make it happen. Peace and love.
Hello, and we're back. That was uh, a promo uh, from uh, Mr. J.L. Godfrey of uh, Make It Happen Radio. I just wanted to acknowledge him tonight. Um, Mr. Godfrey, when you get some time, give me a call. We got some business to take care of because I got to do some business for you. Um, some, there's some great things I got in store um, that I want to be a blessing to you on. I just wanted to publicly acknowledge that, and I want you to give me a call after the show. Also, <clears throat> also, I have a little six-minute clip here that I want to play for you. It's um, the actor extraordinaire, Mr. Will Smith, on uh, the Tavis Miley Show talking about the law of attraction and dream realization. So I want to share this with you, and then we'll be right back. And that you are on this path to becoming a legend yourself in this mm -hmm. business. So when I, I, mean, I see Will Smith saying, mm -hmm. I am legend, I'm mm -hmm. thinking, this, I mean, this is Will Smith. I am legend. <laughs> you, are be, you, you are really becoming an iconic figure. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you make of that? Um, it's what my grandmother told me I had to do. Yeah. You know, um, I was sitting with uh, to Tyrese uh, a couple, couple weeks ago, um, you know, just coming off the Transformers with him, just talking, mm -hmm. you know, just about the business and, and just trying to really just he and I get on the same uh, wavelengths. So I could be of some assistance mm -hmm. if I can. And there, there, there's a concept that I don't want to be uh, an, an icon. Um, I want to be an idea. You know, I want to represent an idea. I want to represent possibilities. Um, I want to represent magic, right? that you're in a universe and two plus two equals four. Mm -hmm. Two plus two only equals four if you accept that two plus two equals four. Two plus two is gonna be what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a, there's a, like there's a, there's a, a redemptive power that making a choice has, you know, rather than feeling like you're at a f effect to all the things that are happening make a choice like you just decide what it's going to be who you're going to be how you're going to do it just decide and then from that point the universe is going to get out your way it's like it's water it wants to it wants to move and go Ooh, around yeah. stuff you know so for for me i want to represent possibilities i want to represent the idea that you really can make what you want one of my favorite books is the the alchemist mm -hmm. uh paulo coelho and that's just i just believe that I, I believe that i can create whatever i want to create if i can put, put my head on it right study it learn the patterns and you know i just i it's, it's hard to put into words yeah. some real metaphysical esoteric nonsense but i feel very strongly that we are who we choose to be First of all, it's not mumbo jumbo. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Number one, number two. I think sales of the Alchemist just went up. What? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that book is, the sales, the sales, sales just went up on, on Amazon.com right about now. Um, oh, that happens. Yeah. I'm gonna call you. And say, Will, I went up. Really went up. Um, no, it's great. No, the, the, it's a quick read too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you can spell Alchemist. <laughs> That's a good Scrabble word, Alchemist. No, but yeah. the Alchemist, because right, right, it's great. Like, what I, I, I consider myself. An alchemist. An alchemist is basically a, 
a mystical chemist, mm -hmm. right? And one of the great feats that alchemists used to do is they would take lead, just take a chunk of lead, and they could turn lead into gold, right? So the that, symbolism... That's like a good hustle. All right, no, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not when I leave here, give me some lead. Give me some lead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, but I'm so connected to symbolically uh, being able to turn lead into gold. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my grandmother used to say, you know, life give you a lemon, you go ahead and make lemonade. Absolutely. To me, that's, that's alchemy. That's, the, that's yeah. the same concept behind the, the, the alchemist. I'm with you on the alchemy part. Mm -hmm. um, the last question I think I have time to ask, maybe the last question, is... Whether or not who's gonna make you leave? This your place. Well, if, if you say I gotta leave, I gotta leave. <laughs> that everybody can emulate. I, you know, I have this question, this discussion with you know friends of mine right. all the time. Um, the the only thing that that I can see, and you can never really look at yourself. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I see that is distinctly different about me is. I'm not afraid to die on a treadmill, right? I will run. You would not be outworked. I will not be, out, be yeah. outworked, right. period. Yeah. You know, you might have more talent than me. You might be smarter than me. You might be sexier than me. You might be all of those things. You got it on me in nine categories. But if we get on the treadmill together, <laughs> right, there's two things. You're getting off first, yeah. or I'm going to die. It's really that simple, right? So let's go back to the question about what if people block me out. There's going to be two options. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get back in, or I'm going to be dead, yeah. right? It's like <laughs> you're not going to outwork me. It's, it's, a, it's a very, it's such a simple, basic concept. It's the, the guy who is willing to hustle the most is going to be the guy that just gets that loose ball. You know, he's, oh, he got the oh, he got the oh, okay, he got two. He got, ooh, God, he hustled, he grabbed that one. That was going to be out of bounds, but he saved it yeah. back in. It's like the commodity that I see the majority of people who aren't getting the places they want or aren't achieving the things that, that they want in this business is strictly based on hustle. It's strictly based on being outworked. It's strictly based on missing crucial opportunities. I say all the time, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get, get ready. ready. I'm with you. You know? That's why uh, he is fast becoming a legend, and whether he likes it or not, an icon and an idea. And that is why I will make a bold prediction here. I am legend. It's going to make some money this week. <laughs> <laughs> Domestically <laughs> and internationally. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right now. Will Smith, good to see you, Thank man. you, man. Appreciate you. you. Love you much. I am Legend starring Will Smith. Go check it out. I don't need, you don't need me to tell you that, though. That's Hello, and we're back. I wanted to play that clip for you because when I first heard it, it fired me up. And let me just tell you, <clears throat> let me just tell you, there's nothing more, there's nothing more important than, than being able to find sources or excuse me, resources of motivation and encouragement to to fire you up. Now I see Will Smith on the big screen, and I see him doing what he, what God has called him to do, and what God has blessed him to do, and he's doing it without, you know, 
in so many arenas without many without many competitors because you see right there he said he's willing to outwork everybody he's willing to out hustle everybody to get what it is he knows he's supposed to have and that's what I want you to leave 2009 with and walk into 2010 armed with I'm going to out hustle anybody I'm going to outwork anybody when it comes to what I've been promised no 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 you're not going you're not going to take what's mine and I'm not going to not have what's mine I'll say it again you're not going to take what's mine and I'm not going to not have what's mine I'm going to have what's mine. And not only that, if you leave something laying around, I'm going to take that too. We've got to get that mentality now, people, that what's important to us has to be important to us. It's important that you realize your dreams. It's important that you live the lifestyle that you've been called to live. Because somebody somewhere is watching you and needs to see that it's possible. Guess what? If I hadn't seen Will Smith say what he just said on Tavis Smiley's show, maybe it doesn't fire me up to, to, to go the extra mile with this show. Maybe it doesn't fire me up to go the extra mile in my life. I'm playing it for you. I know somebody's hearing it. I know it just fired you up because I know I'm on, I'm on fire now. I'm ready to go get what's mine right now because somebody else sitting there in a position after going and, and doing the things, the, the necessary things to accomplish their dreams has done it. It's possible. We got, we have, I just gave you proof that it's possible your dreams can happen. This is before we get into the lesson tonight. I just gave you proof that it's possible your dreams can happen. Because just like that man sat on that stage that night and told people it's possible, that he, in the way it's, it's possible that you can, you got to out-hustle people, you got to out-work people, you gotta do, you got to be who you've been called to be better than anybody else has been called. See, nobody else can be you. Nobody else can be me. And I, guess what? I'm going to be the best Miles W. Miller I can possibly be. That when I leave this earth, that, that there's no more, there's very little potential, or zero to very little to none, left in me. Because I'm going to work everything that God has given me. I'm going to work every talent He's given me. I'm not going to. I'm going to stop burying my talents in the ground. I'm, I'm suggesting the same thing to you. I don't know why I'm t saying this. I'm suggesting this to you. I'm telling this to you. Stop burying your talents in the ground. Because it's go time now. You're going to have to take some risks. But 2010 is a year that the, the risks that you take are going to pay off. I'm going to show you how to get there tonight in the lesson. But before we go there, I have a, a caller online who wants to, to chime in on what we just said, and I'm going to let her speak for about uh, two minutes or so. Um, caller from 770, you're on the line. Hey, how are you? Phenomenal. And yourself? Good. It's Tony, and I just want to... Uh, chime in and just say how wonderful it is for uh, for us all to listen to the messages, not only of you, but of course of Will Smith and Tavis Smiley. It is really, honestly, the truth, and I think that uh, for years this has been kind of one of those hidden and guarded secrets, you know, yeah. where uh, we really don't know how to achieve our goals. We kind of just see everyone else getting there, but we're in the in the background, just kind of hoping and wishing that we'll make it, but we don't really know the steps to yeah. take to get to where we need to go. So I, I just I thought it was it was really interesting what you guys were talking about. Wow, and that's that's an honor to have you come and tell us that because, you know, tonight's lesson is going to be three stages, the three stages of dream realization. I'm going to go, you know, I'm actually going to extend the show a little bit longer tonight and I'm going to actually go in detail and talk about the three stages to to cause your dreams to manifest. Yes. yes. I know with myself just learning just recently, um, it, it's, it's just one of those things where 
you start to, if you're, if you're not smart enough, you know, to figure it out yourself, then, you know, there's, there's obviously books and, and uh, TV shows and radio shows that will help you. But for me, just looking around and just kind of trial and error, you know, going to yes. school. And I went to school in Michigan, and I just wanted so much to get out of that neighborhood and just kind of always saying, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to make it. I'm going to get out of here. I don't know how we're, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and just, mm-hmm. you know, getting a feet on the ground and actually looking for schools outside of the state uh, to go to and just kind of starting a new life. And it just really starts, honestly, with action. I mean, you can you can imagine what you want to do, but it starts with action. You can't just, you know, assume that it's going to happen. You really, like you said, you have to go claim your dreams. And it, it, if it's yours, then you have to claim it. You have yes, to ma'am. make sure that no one is taking it from you. Yes, so, ma'am. Yeah. Very good message tonight. Very good. Well, thank you, Tony, and, and I hope, I'm asking you to st- stand by because I'm going to teach a dynamic lesson tonight. I will. I definitely okay. will. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So, people, we're um, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm excited about this. Um, uh, I was just thinking about this today, and I want you to go back to the the, the uh, divine intervention I gave you. Seed time and harvest. As long as the earth exists, seed time and harvest will always exist. Well, I'm going to break that down to you as the dreamer and the visionary. Seed time and harvest. The three stages of dream realization that we're going to talk about tonight. The very, very, very first piece of this, it starts... Number one, it starts with the goal. The goal is the number one, is the first piece of the puzzle to dream realization. It's the first stage. So what's in the goal? Well, the goal is the decision. It encompasses the decision to do what it is you want to do. But first and foremost, it also does, it, it, says what it, it says what you really want. Okay, which what I'm saying is that as a goal setter, for instance, <clears throat> if you were to come in your house and it was cold in your house, and let's say it was uh, 50 degrees in the house, but you don't like it at 50 degrees, you like it at 70 degrees, what do you do? Well, all things normal, the, heat, the, the gas has been paid, the lights have been paid, so you got, you got, you got heat, fuel, and air. So what you do you go to the thermostat, and you set it to 70 degrees. Now, one minute later, the house probably won't be 70 degrees. But at least now the, the thermostat has the goal to reach 70 degrees. Okay? So in understanding that, our lives are just like that thermostat. Being a dreamer and, and being a, one who wants to realize their dreams and wants to cause their dreams to manifest we first have to start with the initial goal. The goal is 70 degrees. Let's set the, the thermostat to 70 degrees now. Now we got a picture of what it is we want. We know what we want. We want 70 degrees in this house. And that's stage one. Stage one, you're not in stage one really long, especially when you know what it is you truly want. So we're in stage one. We've decided what it is we want, which, in other words, we see the 
end from the beginning. We know our desired outcome, what it should look like. Our desired out- outcome should be 70 degrees, okay? Now, we, after we have what we, we decided what we wanted, we go to the second stage. The second stage now is the process. The process. See, in the process is where everything really happens. For instance, if, you, if there's a certain body type you want, there's a certain body style you want, you want. For instance, if you see a picture in a magazine of an athlete, of a starting athlete, maybe, and they're, you see them, they're all cut and they're all chiseled. And, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you may not be all cut and chiseled. But now you have a, a goal. Now your thermostat is set to the degree that you want it to. Now, stage two is where all the work gets done. It's the process. That means now you have to start eating right. Now you got to work out more intensely and more intently. Now you gotta you gotta out hustle that that mentality that had you in a place where you weren't they where you didn't want to be. You gotta come up with a plan. Planning is is key to success. You cannot get from point A to point Z without a plan. The part of the process is the plan. So you have to come up with the plan. Proverbs sixteen and nine tells us that our hearts devise the plan, but God is the one who directs our steps through the plan. So the moment you can come up with a plan, guess what? You, you just call on the supernatural. Now you got supernatural favor and help to help you get there. These are all parts of the process. Now, let's go back to our thermostat. And you got it set for 70 degrees. The first step was to decide what it is you want, and you decided that you want 70 degrees in your house. The second part is the process. Now, all the things that have to go in that process to get that house up to 70 degrees, you got the, the heater, you got the, the furnace, the furnace has to get gas, and it has to fire up, and then, it, then the blower has to go on, and then there's, there's a whole bunch of things that have to be in place. Now, for, with that house, trying to heat the house is a lot simpler because things are already set up in, in motion. The things are already set that should be already in place for the heat to, to just, once the furnace heats up, to blow out. Now, what you'll notice, if you, give that, if you give that room time, give it time, you give it time, slowly but surely, you'll see that, that temperature creep up. It was, it was at 50 when you walked in. You know, 30 minutes later, now it's at 60 degrees. Okay, but it didn't turn 60 degrees in one minute. It became 60 degrees over time. And you give it a little bit more time, and you work the process a little bit more, and guess what? You're a little bit further along each time you, look, you go back to take a look at it. In the process is where you're made. Going back to the analogy of, of the bodybuilder or the person who, who wants to change the way their body looks. Something else I got to tell you about the process. The process isn't most a lot of times isn't fun. See, it's not fun to wait in that cold house while the house is heating up to seventy degrees. It's not fun to get that body that you want because guess what? Muscle grows off scar tissue. I don't know how many people knew that, but in order for muscle to grow, that that muscle has to tear. And then in it healing back, it actually gets bigger. So you see somebody who's, who, who's really 
muscular and, and really ripped. The key word there is they really are ripped. Their muscles have gone through a tremendous trial to get to that size. You don't go from lifting from bench pressing 100 pounds to 300 pounds overnight, but you can over time. So the process is in each time. Now, I know in this microwave society we live in, waiting, it just, it just seems like, why am I waiting? I can, I can get this, this, that, and other. That's why you see people taking growth hormones and, uh, you know, with the scandals and a lot of athletes now taking uh, banned substances, trying to speed up the process. When if you let the, the natural course of the process take its, run its course, when you get to that place, when you get to stage three, and we're getting ready to go to stage three, when you get to stage three, you can enjoy everything much better without having to look over your shoulder. See, some people may try to start a, an unnatural fire in the house to try to speed up the, the heat in the, in the room. But the possibility of, of burning the house down exists. Or the possibility of, of smoke inhalation exists. Some people may take steroids to try to speed up muscle growth and, and, and speed the process up. But the possibility of, of kidney failure, the possibility of heart failure, the possibility of, of, of brain damage exists. But if you, t if you let the process run its course naturally, if you let the process run its course naturally over time, it will get you to stage three. Now, in understanding that there's a process for that goal to come to pass, stage three. What is stage three? Stage three is the manifestation, the manifestation. Stage three, you've waited about 45 minutes, and you go back and you look at the, the thermometer, and the thermometer reads what the goal temperature was. It's 70 degrees is what you set it at, and the thermometer reads 70 degrees. It took 45 minutes to an hour for it to get up to 70 degrees in the house. And now you're there when you let the process run its course. It took you three to six months to be able to lift bench press 300 pounds. But when you let the process run its natural course, now your body actually still runs optimally and looks good. Go back to what we, our divine intervention for today. Genesis 8 and 22. As long as the earth exists, seed, time, and harvest will exist. Guess what? Your goal is the seed. The process will require time. And if you allow the allotted time, you'll reap a harvest in the manifestation stage. Understand this. There's just a certain way that things happen in this, in this universe. Your goals are, are very, very, very achievable. They're necessary. They're important. But you have to allow the process to run its course naturally in order to get to stage three and enjoy the manifestation of your dreams. Because it's nothing worse than... than if someone, like a bodybuilder, cheated the process, spared the process up unnaturally and gets to the manifestation stage and can't enjoy it because they're sick, or you can't enjoy the fact that you got the room up to 70 degrees now because the house is on fire. 
No. You're going you're gonna to run. let the process run its course. Think about the bamboo tree we talked about earlier. For the first four years of its existence, there is no visible proof on the outside that anything is going on underneath the ground. But the seed is in the ground and is placing a demand on the ground to take care of it until, time, until the time comes for it to do what it's supposed to do. So when the seed is first planted in the ground, the goal was planted in the seed. The seed had the instruction. It had the instructions to become a bamboo tree. But it needed a process. You see, a bamboo tree is really tall, so it has to grow down real deep first before it can grow up. Your process is to ensure that you're going to be rooted and grounded so that you don't lose what it is that you're going to manifest. Some things take a little bit longer to, to – some things require a longer process than others. It's why a doctor sometimes is in school for eight years plus because you don't want a, a person to go and, and, and start do a, doing a surgery on somebody and they just graduated from college, you know, after two years of college. I know I wouldn't want a doctor doing that to me. The same is true about what it is you've been called to do. That process, although sometimes it may not have been fun, it was necessary. But let me tell you something. 2010, for many people that can hear the sound of my voice, it's harvest time. That you're going to start seeing the manifestation of things that you, of seeds you've sown years back, some stuff 10, 12 years back. As it's finally taken, as its roots are strong and sturdy, and now it's about to shoot up through the ground like the bamboo tree. But only because it went through the process first. So those are the three stages of dream realization. The goal is the seed. The process will require time. And the harvest, the manifestation, will come to the harvest. You can harvest the manifestation. So in understanding that, in understanding that, what I want each and every one of you to do is this. I want you to visualize your, go back to the visualization. I want you to completely accept the fact that your, your dreams are important, that your goals are important, that what it is you want to do in this lifetime is important because you wouldn't be here on this earth if what you've been called to do wasn't important. Now I want you to understand this. It's going to require a process. It's going to require a process, and that process is, is not going to be fun all the time. And sometimes it's going to be make you mad, and sometimes you're going to get frustrated, and sometimes you're going to question, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? But you trust me on this. You don't trust anything else I say. You trust me on this, that your success is inevitable if you allow the process to play out naturally. Inevitable. Can't run from it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You listen, You mark my words. It's going to happen. As sure as I'm sitting here talking to you right now, it's going to happen. If you, if you just look at that scripture, as long as there is an earth, seed time and harvest will exist. As long as there is an earth, dreamers and visionaries are going to get uncommon dreams and visionaries, dreams and visions, uncommon. 
that when they plant them in the right soil and give them time to process, they will reap a harvest during the manifestation stage. What, is it, what are you dreaming about right now? What is it that you really want to do? What do, you, what do you want out of life? I ask you that question now. What is it that you truly want out of life? And next thing I'm going to ask you, are you willing to pay the price? If you know what it is you want and you're willing to pay the price, guess what? You can have a harvest. You can reap a harvest. Sow the seed of your goals. Sow the seed of your dream and your vision. Give it time to process and expect a manifestation harvest. Expect a harvest in the manifestation stage. I don't know any other way to say it. Everything you want is possible. You can have it. It's yours. Go get it. It's yours. Now, what I want to do, people, since I got you all on here for another 28 minutes, I want anybody who has any, who wants to say anything tonight, I want you to press 1 on your phone. For all the people who are on the call now, I want you to press 1 if you want to add comments to what we've talked about tonight or even if you want to answer, ask questions. We're going, I'm going to open the lines up, and I'm going to keep open the lines of communication. And if you're online and you're listening and you want to call in, the number to call in is 646-929-0665. Again, that number to call in is 646-929-0665. And I'm going to, we're going to open the lines of communication to you guys tonight. But before we do that, I'm going to play for you another motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. It is utterly important. It is utterly important that you understand that you, you're going to have to apply some work. You're going to have to. You're going to have to give some effort. See, that's how you win a championship, people. If um, I played on many championship teams, if if we hadn't conditioned and practiced and and worked hard during the summer months, there's no time. There's no. There wouldn't be a, a chance that we could even think about placing the trophy in the, in the fall months when we when I was playing football. It was virtually impossible. Your, your preparation matters. It's the difference between someone who's great and who's not great is the, is the preparation. You must prepare to win. You must prepare to be great. And once you're prepared, you have to execute. And, and if you can do those things together, guess what? You can earn your greatness. So, and, and keeping in line with our quote, our presidential wisdom, in reaffirming the greatness of our nation, we understand that greatness is never given. It must be earned. So go out today, people, and earn your greatness because you deserve it and, and your whole legacy is counting on you. Whatever it is you're, 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 you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're going to get into a lesson. Um, 
okay, one more thing. I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you, and that this is something to to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject, leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject, leaves your life. So if if there's something that good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if you if you reject it, if you reject it, you you, you let go of it, and that that thing that which was good was coming for you, you, you turn away from it, and you want to always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad. And also understand that every day, every day. Every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy, God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He has designed his universe to be a major league blessing for you, for me, for anyone who, who, who can just receive it. And that is actually the natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless. It is designed to be. It's designed in abundance. But you have. It's your choice to get in the flow. Hello, and we're back. Again, just to keep in tune with what we've been talking about today, the three stages of dream realization. Again, I'll reiterate, you have to start with a goal. You have to go through a process if you expect a manifestation. But you have to continue to expect. See, the thing about it is the process, a lot of times people won't be, well, let me just tell you, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pleasant. It just won't be pleasant. It won't always be pleasant. It's the same thing as if you, for instance, a woman who's carrying a, a child inside of her for nine months. There's going to be some things that happen inside of her body that, let's just be honest, it's not going to feel good. But when she comes to stage three, the manifestation or the birth of that child, everything changes. Everything changes. It's just, it's like, the pain was almost worth it. Not it was almost worth it, it was worth it because they bring to life, they bring to, to the world new life. And that's what the dreamer does. The dreamer is, is just like that, that mother that goes through the process of, of growing a child inside of her. And when you give birth to it, 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 it relieves you and also you add value to the world. So, I want you to continuously think about this. The goal, the process, the manifestation. The goal, the process, the manifestation. The goal, the process, the manifestation. And think about some of the things you really want to do. You already got the goal. Now you have to start the process. You already have to go. Now you have to start the process. If you really want to get from the goal to the manifestation, you have to go through the process. You won't get around that. And if you can get around that, then you you cheat yourself, and you 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 won't really have a strong foundation when you do get the manifestation. 
It's just like giving a, a child a gift. Or giving any, for that matter, anybody, just giving them a gift that they may not be ready for. For instance, I personally can tell you at age 16 that I probably was not qualified to own a Lamborghini. Now, I'm not talking about money or anything else. I'm talking about as le- level of maturity. I was probably not the best candidate to give a Lamborghini to because I probably would have wrecked it or, or worse yet, probably killed myself. Thank God that, you know, we <laughs> we understand that, you, you know, there's a, a way you do things. You don't just give, you know, a child a Lamborghini. But w- there's a process that goes through that, that, that a child would have to go through. That child has to first prove that they're responsible. That child has to first prove that they can understand the value of what it is that they've been given. So, too, are our dreams and our visions. They get qualified through the process, and you get qualified to actually bring it to pass through the process. That process is so important. I can't stress that enough. The process is so important. You must go through a process. You must go through a process. My father says it this way, because we, we talk football a lot. And my father played, played college football, so he knew, he knew a little bit about football, <laughs> If, if just a little bit, he knew he knew a lot. He knew football, and I played defensive line in um, high school. And one thing he would always tell me is like, if you go across the line, he said, son, if you go across the line and you don't get touched, you're in trouble. What did he mean by that? He meant that if you don't face any adversity when you're moving forward, something's wrong. You've been set up. And what happens in football if you go across the line of scrimmage and you don't get touched at all? One or two things are getting ready to happen. One thing may have already happened, and one thing is, is probably coming. One, either you're not in the play, which means you you don't matter. They didn't even think enough of you to, to even game plan for you. You don't even matter. Or two, you do matter, and they get, somebody's going to come and take your knees out. But the point of the point of that story is that you're going to have to if. If you really want to make progress, you're going to have to go through some adversity. You're going to overcome some adversity to be great. So look at some of the best linemen. You know, we just stay down the vein of football. Some of the best defensive linemen, they get double or triple team each play because they, the opposite team has the game plan for them. That's part of their process. This is part of the process. These are people. Sometimes these guys may want to want to go to the Pro Bowl. They want to become be known as the elite of the league. When she's known as the elite of the league, you're gonna get challenged, like the elite of the league. Because you are a dreamer and because you are a visionary, you're gonna be challenged in ways that other people won't be. You're gonna to have to go through things that other people won't see. You're gonna be required to do things that other people won't, because it's not fair. But favor is not fair. But neither are the blessings that you're about to receive either. It, the process is worth it. I often tell people I've watched on uh, I watch the History Channel. I watch shows about um, I like to watch shows on TV about how things are made. And one time I actually saw the process of how hot dogs are made. And if anybody has seen how a hot dog is made, it is absolutely disgusting. And I'll leave it at that because I know somebody on this line, somebody who's going to hear this show. Likes hot dogs. 
I hate to tell you, it is one of the nastiest processes in the world. And I won't go into graphic detail and tell you how exactly what they do, but when I saw it, I couldn't eat hot dogs for a little while. Now, the crazy thing is this. I like hot dogs. I really do like hot dogs, but watching the process of how a hot dog is made made me not want to eat it. And that's the same thing about yourself. Many of you people that listen to this show right now, the process that your life has gone through, the, the process you, you were required to go through, if anybody is too close to you right now, the process may turn them off. They may get disgusted by the process that you've got to go through to become the person that you are intended to be. So in understanding that, in understanding that, you have to continuously go through the process regardless of what people are going to say or think because when that process is finished, when the process is done, there's going to be something beautiful that manifests if you continue to expect something great. Don't lose sight of the goal. That's why the goal is so important. That's why the goal is so important. The goal is what will keep you motivated to go through the process, but you have to continuously go through the process. Don't stop in the process. Go through the process. And I'm saying that now, and I know that there's some things that I haven't completed yet. But also understand this. I, I'm cognizant of the fact that once I get back on, once I, once I realize the goals of what it is I want to do, I don't have any options anymore. I, I want it. I want this so bad. I want to be who God says I am so bad. Just like what Will Smith was saying, I'm willing to work, do the work, the necessary work to be who it is I've been called to be. I'm telling each and every one of you, don't be afraid to do the necessary work. You've got to go through the process. And I'm staying on the process stage of, this, of, of dream manifestation a little bit longer because it's important that you understand you've got to go through something. You're not going to be the muscle man overnight, and if you are, you got to. You should work, look look at that. There's something wrong with that. But you give yourself six months and see what happens, and you got a whole new body. Eat right, work out. Your organs start running better. Your blood starts flowing better. You feel better about yourself because it gives you more confidence when your body is in shape, and it gives you more stamina when your body is in shape. But it's only when you do it naturally, not by trying to cheat the system. So what I want you to do is to understand that the process is necessary. Don't cheat the process. I got a caller online now um, that we're going to bring in. Actually, this is um, someone who's very familiar to our, sh- our listeners' um, earlobes here. It is my um, marketing consultant, uh, Miss Tiffany Patton. Tiffany, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good evening. Good, Good evening. evening. Good evening. Well, I, I first, I just wanted to say that just this show has been definitely a blessing to me. I'm, I mean, I'm already excited for 2010. I, I really am. I'm already excited. But all all this is doing is just, literally, I have to calm down right. <laughs> for what God is going to do because um, you were just speaking about the process. And literally, that's what it is. What I think your listeners need to to realize is that you're literally purified in the fire. Right. Anytime there there's an impurity, I mean, lots of different jewelers even do it with jewelry or with gold. You have to turn up the fire for those things that are not 
that should not be there or those impurities that should not be there for them to be burned away so that the purest form of the gold can remain. And God does us that the, the very same way. I mean, we may not like it. It may not feel right. good to right. us, but he turns up the fire so that what's left is the best possible things left to be able to get his glory. Right. And, and right. We, we, we really need to understand that. So that, I mean, was a wonderful analogy, all the analogies that you've even used during this show. So I just tuned in and chimed in to say that I love you. I thank you for encouraging all of your listeners because I'm definitely one of them. Not only um, am I a marketing consultant and a friend, but I'm also someone who believes in you and definitely the motivator was in you. So I just thank you. Thank you so much. And, and people, I didn't pay for that. I didn't pay that for that testimony. She, that was this is this is real stuff. This is this is the type of stuff that you need to hear. This is the stuff that you need to know that this is real. That people are really need to know that. How can I put it? You can't get around the process. You got to go through the process. Right. It's not fun, but you got to go through it. And once you go through it, guess what? And I told everybody, I, I, I've been saying, Tiffany, how I expect to see myself, I don't expect to see myself, I see myself driving a Rolls Royce Ghost because I love that car now. And I, I thank you for t- <laughs> t- t- taking it to that website. Um, and, but the thing about it was, just to go back to a, a 16-year-old Miles, when my father you know, helped me get my first car. Right. He, I don't think he, my father knew, was wise enough to, to not go get me a Lamborghini. <laughs> yes, that was wisdom. I would say that was definitely wisdom. He wouldn't even let me get a Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> so, because at that time I was, you know, I just got my driver's license. I, I just using the analogy of like a doctor. I had just got, I just, you know, really finished driving school and got my driver's license. So it would have been crazy for me to to get a sports car as my very very first car, and I hadn't even proven myself yet. I hadn't been through a process yet as a driver. I learned, how, I learned the ins and outs of how a car works because of that first car my dad got for me. I had, to, I had to put that car back together because the car was basically a, a project car, and I learned how, how the engine works. I learned how the brakes work. I learned how everything works in the car, and it gave me more experience about how to, how to understand what a car, how to use a car. So that now, now, Miles, today with a Lamborghini, is a lot better. It's a lot better look than it would have been 15 years ago. As but my you know what? That's that's all that analogy in and of itself. Because basically, what your father was trying to do was to make sure that you were able to handle it. And God, that's what God does. A lot of times, we ask God for things, and there's there's prayers that go up, and we feel as if that it, it's not being heard by God. Right. But by the contrary, it's being heard. He's he's heard us. Right. And and what a, what what's the phrase? Um, sometimes a no answer is is not a denial. It's just a delay, so that he can finish the process, so that we will be able to handle that. Right. I mean, if you're asking for a wife or a husband, but he hasn't equipped you or purified you or turned up the fire enough to remove those things from you, that would prevent a successful relationship and staying in the marriage, then why would he, I mean, 
God isn't the author of confusion, so he's not going to put you in a situation without knowing that you're able to not only um, handle the situation but maintain it. So that's with anything. That's with the blessing. That's with the relationship. That's with the business. That's with a ministry. And so that sounds like that's what your father did with you. He, He wanted to make sure that you were able to handle the entire blessing of what it is that you really want. So now you can go out and get a ghost, and you'll know how to handle it. You'll know when something's wrong with it. I mean, no one would have to tell you because now you're an expert and you understand. But that's all a part of the process. Right, right. So I I thank you. I do. I am excited about 2010, and I just pray God's continuous blessings upon you um, with not only your radio show. I know what God is even going to launch you out into the world internationally for people to see you not not only hear you but see you on television. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I say thank you. I'm going to get off the line and let you continue to do what you do, but I thank you for being a blessing in my life as well as many others. So I, I thank you and I receive that. <laughs> and and people got another caller uh who wants to chime in now. Uh this is Mr Make It Happen himself, Mr. J. L. Godfrey. J. L. are you there? Hey, how you doing, Miles? Great, and you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. I'm trying my hardest not to chime in tonight. But <laughs> the topic was just so good, and I'm sitting here and I, talking to my wife. I said, I just got to get in. I just, just got to get in. Hi, Garfield family. <laughs> I, I just wanted to speak for a second, Miles. You know, you, you've been talking about the process and the dreams and things like that. And I was reading something, and it said that the dream is free, but right. the journey isn't. The dream is free, but the journey isn't. See, it doesn't cost anything to dream, but it's a process that you have to go through to make your dreams manifest. Yes, sir. And and when I read that, the first thing that came to my mind is a story that Bishop T.D. Jakes talks about. And it's funny, Miles, because a young man walked up to him and said, Bishop Jakes, Bishop Jakes, um, I want you to pray for me and give me that same anointing that you have. Wow. And Bishop Jake said, okay. And he said, uh, I, I've been studying your ministry. I've sown into your ministry, and I just want that same anointing that you have. And he said, okay. He said, raise your hands. And the guy raised his hands. And then Bishop Jake laid hands on him and said, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let his car break down in the middle <laughs> of the road. Let him not be able to feed his family. And the guy said, hold on, hold on, hold on, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and see, so often, Miles, we see the end results of the things, but we right. don't understand the process that he went through to get to where he is. Right. And so I'm right. sitting here and I'm listening, and I said, man, because so many people just see Miles from, you know, the radio shows and things like that, but they don't know the things that Miles had to go through to get the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that he has to be able to speak to people. I often tell people God allows the things of our lives he, he the things of our lives he he helps it make meaning. Right. And so everything that we went we go through it's for a purpose. It's for an end result. We're working the process. We're working the work that he started in us from the time that we were born. And, and so I'm listening wow. to the conversation. I said, "Man, I, I'm trying to stay away because I I'm on a a, a sabbatical. I'm just kind of staying away from media and things like that, really trying to get my my focus for 2010, but I said, man, I, I've got to tune in. I mean, chime in on this, Miles. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that with your listening audience. And, and, sir, we thank you so much for that. And I know 2010 is going to be a dynamic year for you also. 
I am definitely looking forward to it, Miles. I've never been so excited about a year that I am like 2010. It's going to be an absolutely phenomenal year. I'm looking forward to it, and this is just the beginning. You've laid the groundwork. Bigger and better things are coming for you in 2010. Yes, sir. I receive that, and we can look to be a continued blessing to each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it. You know, you're my covenant brother, you know, yes, whatever, sir. whenever, you know, I'm there. Yes, sir. We thank you for for your your comments tonight, sir. All right, take care, Ma. All right, you too. People, this is this is real life stuff here. We we people really want to see you make it, and this is it. This if you really want the blueprint for how you're going to realize the life of your dreams, I gave it to you tonight. This is it. You gotta you gotta get a goal. And make sure, but here's the thing: you got to make sure the goal is big enough that the process is 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 able to be endured. You got to understand that. Hold on, we got another caller on here. Um, caller three three four. I want to bring you in for a moment. Caller, are you there? Yes, this is uh, the Minister of Motivation, Dr. Walter Sims. I'm just Dr. like that here. I, I didn't want to say anything, but I can't help it, man. <laughs> I just want to call. I just want to call to give you a cyber high five, man, and say, yes, hey, sir. listen, you just just keep plodding your way, man, and keep doing what you do, man. I uh, uh, getting my notes and thoughts ready for tomorrow. And the big question I'm going to ask everybody tomorrow, uh, going into 2010, I'm going to ask a simple question: Have you done all you can do? And I'm going to talk from the uh, Matthew 25 and 14, when the Lord dispensed some talents. And one guy had just one talent, mm-hmm. but instead of multiplying or doing something with it, he buried it in the dirt. And okay. so many of us, and I like what you say, your theme, your mantra is, don't ever stop, don't ever quit on your dreams. Mm-hmm. So many have stopped even before they got started, and they are sabotaging themselves. But I just want to give you an encouragement. I know you don't have but a couple more minutes, but I want you to stay encouraged, man, because you just don't know how close you are. You just don't you, don't you ever give up. If you want to give if you if you even think about give, giving up, I'm gonna go pick JL up from Nashville. I'm gonna drive all the way back to to Atlanta, Georgia, and we are gonna put a body slam on you, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't! And I don't, don't want to go to church on you, dog. Oh, don't give up! Don't give up, Miles Miller! Don't give up, brother! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I gotta thank you for that. One. I, I needed that one. <laughs> praise God, praise God, God. I'm, I'm gonna get JL, and I haven't even asked his permission yet. But I think Mrs. Godfrey will let me. Since you, since, since you, I think I won't even have to ask. I'm gonna have to do him like, oh God, did Abraham? Just, just tell Abraham. Don't tell Miss Abraham. But I think she'll give me permission to get him, put him in my car, I pay for the gas, and we'll come. And both of us will get you. But you better not quit. You better not quit, well, Miles W. Miller. Oh, I tell you this much, sir. We we're not gonna quit. We are gonna shine together. How about that? That that that'll work, dog. Well, listen, I love you, man, and love you keep too, doing sir. what you do, and I'll be listening offline. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was the minister of motivation, uh, Dr. Walter Sims, chiming in. And people, I got two minutes left. I want to do something. I got I got a lot of acknowledgments today. Um, I want to acknowledge first and foremost. I thank God for this opportunity to be here with you today. Um. But I have a special listener tonight. Um, I have a special set of listeners tonight. Uh, my father, my sister, my brother, my oldest brother, my my niece, 
my baby nieces out there listening. I'm like, hey, hey, Raylan, it's it's your Uncle Miles, your favorite uncle. Not to take anything away from your Uncle Allen, which you're sitting next to, but your Uncle Miles, yay. Um, I'm just excited that you know my family is able to to hear what's going on here and to get a little glimpse of what it is that we share with each other each week. And I'm honored that you know my dad is able to to hear the show. Uh, he's been able to hear a few of my shows now, and he's he's been giving me some good feedback on it. So I'm gonna keep you know. You know, I got to uh, make sure that the nameplate doesn't uh, get tarnished. So he wants—he's he, been definitely telling me, "Hey, you're doing a good job, son." So I'm gonna continue to do things to um, to impress my daddy <laughs> and my family. I, I enjoy it. My, to my mother, um, you know, my mother is not listening to the show, but I, she'll she'll hear it later. Um, I think each and every one of my uh, my family members, individual, individually, collectively, I love you. I'm praying for you. I thank God for what was getting happened in 2010. This is a breakout year. For all of us, and I'm just excited because it's time. We we deserve it. We've been through hell, high water, kitchen sink, unflushed toilets, leaky roofs, uh, flooded basements, everything you can think about it and happen. But guess what? We're still standing, and God is still shining, and God is still on the throne, and we're gonna we're gonna make it. That that includes my extended family here on the radio. But I want to acknowledge uh, Miss Tiffany Patton. Her um, today is her dad's birthday. I want to acknowledge Mr. Patton, also a friend of mine um, and a, a person who works with me behind the scenes on putting uh, together a lot of my conferences. Uh, Miss Fallon Domino, today is her birthday. Uh, I want to acknowledge them for, on their birthdays. Also, I want to uh, thank each and every one of you for showing up and showing out today. Uh, I thank you for continually supporting the show. Also, I want to uh, acknowledge uh, Pastor Ginaldo Lee and Lady Tiffany Lee, uh, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson and Dr. Beverly Jackson. Uh, each and every one of you, if I, if I forgot you and I didn't acknowledge you, don't, don't, don't take it personal. I, I, I have so many things, um, so many people to acknowledge, and I, I want to acknowledge you all. And I, I really wouldn't have had the time to acknowledge everybody who's, who's been a major player. Um, so, no, I love you and I care about you. I want to, but before I go, I do want to acknowledge Tiffany Patton, um, Ms. Karen L. Donald, um, Mr. J.L. Garfield, Mr. Uh, Dr. Walter Sims, and each and every one of you, remember, my mantra and my motto, my motto and my mantra, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you in 2010. Sure.